happy Mother's and beautiful day. Um, uh, I really believe that it's a day that is special for mothers and for all women all over the world. So have a wonderful day. And it's a, a day that we can thank Jesus for so much. Um, I would like to, to read a poem um, out for all of us ladies uh, today. Um, and it's one I, I actually found a long time ago, and it's appropriate for today. So let me read it. When God created woman, he was working late on the sixth day. An angel came by and asked, why spend so much time on her? The Lord answered, have you seen all the specifications I have to meet to shape her? She must function on all kinds of situations. She must be able to embrace several kids at the same time. Have a hug that can heal anything from a bruised knee to a broken heart. She must do all this with only two hands. She cures herself when sick and can work 18 hours a day. The angel was impressed. Just two hands? Impossible. And this is the standard model? The angel came closer and touched the woman. But you have made her so soft, Lord. She is soft, said the Lord. But I have made her strong. You can't imagine what she can endure and overcome. Can she think? The angel asked. The Lord answered, not only can she think, she can reason and negotiate. The angel touched her cheek. Lord, it seems his creation is leaking. You have put too many burdens on her. She's not leaking. It, it is a tear, the Lord correct, correct, corrected the angel. What's it for, asked the angel. The Lord said, tears are her way of expressing grief, her doubts, her love, her loneliness, her suffering and her pride. This made a big impression on the angel. Lord, you're a genius. You thought of everything. The woman is indeed marvellous. The Lord said, indeed she is. She has strength that amazes a man. She can handle trouble and carry heavy burdens. She holds happiness, love and opinions. She smiles when she feels like screaming. She sings when she feels like crying. Cries when happy and laughs when afraid. She fights for what she believes in. Her love is unconditional. Her heart is broken when a next to kin or a friend dies, but she finds strength to get on with life. The angel asked, So is she a perfect being? The Lord replied, No, she has one drawback. She often forgets what she's worth. And you are worth everything this morning. Hallelujah, what a great poem that we had there and um, trust that that will resonate with many of you ladies watching online uh, this morning. We're going to have uh, communion right now, so if you've joined us after we started, um, then take this time to quickly go and get some bread and some juice. Um, I'm going to read a few scriptures uh, and then we're going to share communion together. We're going to share in uh, the remembrance of Christ's broken body and shed blood. You know, it says uh, in the Word of God, 
Um, and I'm sure you've heard these scriptures many, many times. Um, but it says, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same manner also, he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. And you know, we, we share communion uh, every week uh, here at Wellsprings, all bar the last one of the months, which is our family service. But you know, even though you may not be here in the building with us this morning, we can still share communion. We can still remember what Christ did for us on that cross. We can still remember that he died for you. And even if you're listening in and you're not a Christian and you don't really understand what all this is about, you know, even this morning you can find a new life in Jesus and uh, you'll be hearing a little bit more of that a bit later. But, you know, if you love Jesus today, if you know that he died for you, if you know that he took away all the sins in your life, all the wrong things that you've done, then this morning, you know, you are free. That's what we just read. You are free to take of the bread and the wine. So start with me, take the bread. We're going to share the, uh, the, the uh, bread together here and uh, we trust that you can also share um, in the bread. And let's just remember what um, it represents today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for your, your broken body. We thank you for what this emblem represents, Lord, and we pray your blessing to us in your precious name. Amen. And remember, we said about the communion. You may just have Sainsbury's blackcurrant juice that you're having in your hand right now. But whatever we're taking, it's just an emblem. It's just a remembrance of Christ's shed blood on that cross. And so as we take of these emblems, let's remember the price that he paid for each one of us. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Okay, so we are now going to have a slot for the kids, for the children. So kids, children, if you're at home there with your parents and um, you're, you're thinking, you know, church is just for the adults. Uh, at Well Springs, we do try and involve the children as much as we can. Uh, in our service, we are a family church, and so uh, Reverend Christina is just now going to share something just for the children. Thank you. Morning, guys. I uh, hope you're well and that uh, you're not giving your mum and dad too much hassle 
uh, no, why there's no school. Um, I thought it would be really good to have a story. So are you sitting comfortably um, and are you ready um, as I tell you this story today? Now, one day there was a toy maker and he was a very good toy maker. He would make toys out of words and, and he decided that one day he was going to make a toy town out of words. And so he carefully made lots of boys and girls and mums and dads all out of words and he painted them nicely and he made their houses and he made a wonderful toy town and he was so happy. And then one day this toy town came to life and it was a real toy town. The people were still wooden but they were able to talk and be able to do all the things that we do. And there was one particular toy that the toy maker made, and it was of a young boy. Now, this young boy, he wanted to be loved by everybody, and he wanted to be popular. But it didn't matter what he did, he didn't seem to get it right. And then there was this rule in the toy town. If you did things really well, you would get a sticker. So you'd have a brightly coloured stickers like red and yellow and pink and blue and all the really pretty colours. And so if you was really good at uh, athletics or you was good at maths or you were good at writing or you was just good at whatever you was good at, you would win stickers. But if you wasn't very good at things, you would get not so nice colour stickers like black and grey and, and colours that showed that you wasn't very good at something. And so this young toy boy, he, he thought, well, you know something, I am going to want some bright colour stickers. I am going to try really hard to get some brightly coloured stickers. So he thought, well, what can I do? I know, I will join a football team. And so he joined the local football team and as much as he tried very hard, he wasn't at all good at football and all the other players were sticking these black and grey stickers on him and he felt really sad and he thought, I made a big effort. And so he thought, well, let me try something else. He thought, I know, I will try and get really good marks at school and, and try really, really hard. And he did really try hard, but he still didn't seem to do as well as some of the children. And so he got more stickers that wasn't good. And that made him even more sad. And he thought, what can I do? I am full of dark, boring stickers. And everyone else seems to have bright, colourful stickers. And he was walking along the road, feeling really sad one day. And then he met a girl wooden person and he saw she didn't have any stickers on she had no bad stickers on but she had no good stickers on either and so he said to her why have you got no stickers on aren't you good at anything and aren't you bad at anything and she said to the boy ah that's because there's a very special reason I don't have stickers Meet me tomorrow and I will take you somewhere. And so the next day the boy was excited to see what was going to happen. And so he meets the, the girl and she takes him to 
the, the, the toy maker. And the boy was a bit afraid because the toy maker was a big man compared to the size of them. So the girl toy said, don't worry, he's really nice. And so the toy maker picked up the toys and put them on his bench. And he said, what's the problem here? Why have you got these colour stickers on that are not good colour stickers? Oh, said the boy, I tried so hard and I just couldn't manage to get bright coloured stickers. And the toy maker said, I never made you to be wearing stickers. I made you to be the person that you are. And he said, so it doesn't matter if you're good or bad at something. I made you exactly the way that I wanted you to be. I never intended people to stick stickers on you, whether they were good stickers or whether they were bad stickers. And so the boy was very happy because the toy maker started peeling off all the black and grey stickers. And he felt so really good because he was not good and he was not bad at anything. And so the, the, the toy maker said to him, you know, when people go to put a sticker onto you, do you say, no, thank you, I don't want to, ex to accept that sticker. So if people are saying nasty things to you and to me, we have not have to accept that, but we can go to the, like, the toy maker, or in our case, we can go to God and say, I don't want to carry these things that people are saying about me. I don't want to carry the stickers that they are trying to put on, whether it's real stickers or whether it's words like stickers. So I ask God that he takes away all the sad and the bad things that, that people have said to you. Because when Jesus made you, when God made you, he made you to be in the way he wants you to be. And that is the perfect person you need to be. And so every day when you climb into your bed and you say your prayers, make sure that you give all your stickers to the creator who made you. Have a really good day. Wow, what a great story. And uh, excuse the feedback on that, but uh, we thank uh, Christina for that amazing story and uh, trust that means something to some of you that are listening in this morning. Well, you know, as a church here uh, at Wellsprings, um, as I said earlier, we are a family church. And... Um, if we was in a normal situation where the, the seats would be full, um, we would have uh, Elder Brian sitting here to my left and uh, he would be sharing um, and celebrating people's birthdays who may be having a, a birthday this week. So if that's you and you're part of this church and you've got a birthday, or even if you're not part of this church and it's your birthday, then we wish you a really happy birthday this week and uh, we pray that you will have a good time however you're able to celebrate and um, I know that Brian is going to keep sending out lovely encouraging messages to people who are celebrating so look out for those if that's you in the up and coming weeks um, and if you're part of this church um, then you, you would like to uh, be doing your times and your collections, you can do that online as well. 
um, just go by the website and um, there's a, a link for giving and you can just click on that. Um, and if you don't regularly give by standing order, then you can give through that means as well. So church is continuing, um, just in a different format. And um, this morning, you know, I just want to encourage you, you know, just for a short while, I'm just going to bring a, just a, a short word of encouragement. You know, God is a good God, isn't he? He is a mighty God. And if you've got your Bibles, you can turn um, to 1 Corinthians um, chapter 12, which is where I'm going to be looking at this morning. Um, because I just want to be sharing, just for a short time, about the body of Christ. You know, we are in strange times. This week particularly, you know, it's been a week of change for many, many people. Many of you listening in now, you know, you, you may not be able to go to your place of work. Um, for those of you who are at school, you know, the schools are being closed and you're having to, to stay at home. You know, there are those of you with, with maybe underlying health issues and so you're, you're, help, you're um, self-isolating uh, under the advice of the government and that's good. So our, our week has changed, you know, and I'm sure that in the coming week, you know, in this coming seven days, you know, there will be more things that may change for us. But, you know... We, as Christians, we are the body of Christ. That's what the scripture tells us. That's what we read about here. That's what Paul, the apostle, is teaching the church here in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Sorry, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Um, and so this morning, as you are there in your homes, in your armchairs, maybe with your cup of coffee or wherever you may be, um, be reminded that you are the body of Christ. That hasn't changed because of anything. We are still part of the body. We still have a part to play. You know, if you know people, um, talking to Wellspringers now, people from this church, you know, stay connected. Make sure that we pick up that telephone and ring people on a regular basis. You know, not everyone has... Uh, the internet, not everyone maybe has a mobile. Some of the older generation and even the younger generation don't have those means. But we can still keep in touch. We can still telephone them. We can still let people know that we love them and that we care for them. You know, Christina and I, we will be coming out with different ways that we are going to stay connected as a church. You know, it will be virtual. We will be going online. But we can still pray and have a prayer meeting. We can still have Bible studies. We can still encourage one another. And that's what Paul is saying here in these scriptures. You know, that he's encouraging the church that they can be together, even though they may be different. They may have different parts of the body. They may have different roles to play. You know, each one of you is a, an important part of this body here in uh, Well Springs. You know, verse... 12 of chapter 12 simply says for as the body is one and, is, and has many members but all the members of that one body uh, being many are one body so also is Christ 
For by one spirit, one spirit, we were all baptised into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been to drink into one spirit. For in fact, and we all know this, don't we? For in fact, uh, the body is not one member, but, but many. We're talking about the church. We're talking about you and me. We're not talking about the bricks and water. We're talking about us as individuals. We are the body of Christ. And we are many parts. It says in, in verse 15, If the foot should say, Because I am not a hand, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear should say, Behold, uh, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where would be the hearing? And if the whole were hearing, where would be the smelling? Every part of us, every one of us, friends, this morning, you know, we all have a part to play in the body of Christ. You know, what is your part that you can play in these difficult times that we are, we are facing? You know, situations we've never faced before. Uh, any of us, it's all new. But, you know, what is your part in the body? How can you show Christ through the life that you lead? You know, even if you're at home, even if you're isolated at the moment and doing the best that you can that way, you know, you are still an important part of that body. You can still be ringing people, as I said earlier. Um, if you have the technology, you know, you can be FaceTiming. You know, we can still be connecting and playing our part. You know, we need to look out for one another, don't we? You know, we've heard a lot of that in the news and in the media, you know, that we need to look out for our neighbours, look out for the elderly, you know, look out for the sick, look out for those who are, are less fortunate than us, maybe, you know. And even more, so as Christians, as being members of the body of Christ, you know, we have an important part to play and no more greater than in these challenging days, you know, that we can really show the love of Jesus. So don't lose opportunities. Don't miss opportunities that you may have with your friends, with your family, with your neighbours. You know, there will be people around us, you may have already faced it, people saying, what is going on? Where is God in all of this? You know, and many people will be asking questions. You know, many people will be worried and afraid and anxious about the current situation. You know, we, we've read many stories, haven't we, this week of the panic buying in the shops. You know, we're told there's enough food for everybody and yet people still want to go out and fill their cupboards and more because they're just worried that there may be a time when there's not enough food for them. You know, rest assured, friends, that Jesus is still on the throne and that in these challenging times, whatever part of the body you may play, God can still use you in a special way. God can still use you as you talk to your friends and your family and as you talk to your neighbours, as you talk maybe through the door to the delivery men that may be dropping off uh, parcels and shopping to you if they're able. You know, you may not be able to let them in, but you can still let them know that Jesus loves them, Jesus cares for them. You know... We may find in these 
next few days and weeks um, that our current daily routines are going to change. As I said earlier on uh, this morning, for many of you, that's already happened. Your current situation, your current routine, you're getting up and going out to work and travelling wherever you may have travelled and gone to the office or the workplace. That's all changed because of all that is happening around us. But, you know, that doesn't mean that God doesn't still care for us. That doesn't mean that we still can't be the people that we are meant to be. That doesn't mean that we can't still have an important role to play. You know, if we looked into scripture, um, into the ministry of Jesus in his life, you know, there's some interesting statistics that uh, I, I read even this week as Christina and I were just um, studying together. And, you know, in Jesus' ministry, in his life, when he was on earth, you know, only 22% of his ministry life was in people's homes. And another 22% of his ministry life was in the temple or in the church, as we would know it. You know, but the rest of the time, you know, the other 46% of his ministry life was out there, was outside, you know, was out in the marketplace, um, was on the, in, uh, on the road, by the sea, um, wherever Jesus found people, that's where he ministered. You know, over half of his ministry life, his short ministry life that he had, was spent not in people's homes and not in the church building, but was out there reaching people wherever he could. And you know, this coming week and in the weeks to follow, you know, as part of the body, you know, you look for opportunities that you can share. I'll keep repeating it because it means so much to me. You know, that we need to take every opportunity that we have. Um, make sure that you can communicate with people. You know, we might use the phone, we might use emails, we might use different means, um, but whatever means that you can have, make sure we keep in touch with people. So why is that different today? than in Jesus' time. You know, it's not. You know, we, we may have been able to have uh, a lot more freedom in, in uh, past weeks in where we went and what we do. Um, and who knows, there may be more restrictions upon us. Um, but the important thing is that we remember we are part of the body of Christ. Uh, and wherever you are, you know, you may be listening to this um, this morning and uh, you may not know this church. You may be in another part of the country or another part of the world. But wherever we are, if you love Jesus, then you are part of that body. You have a role to play. And we need to make sure that we can play that role to the best of our ability. You know, we have amazing opportunities um, that are upon us. And we need to take hold of those opportunities. You know, we're currently in time to change. We're currently, you know, going through situations we've never experienced before. People don't like change, do they? People find it difficult. You know, people like their routines. But, you know, as part of a body of Christians, 
around this town, you know, around Welling, where we're based, and around this city uh, of London, the great city that we live in, and beyond, you know, we all have a part to play. Um, so let's not use opportunity, uh, lose opportunities that we may have. Let's make the most of every moment we've got. You know, and maybe this morning you're listening to this and, and you don't know Jesus. You know, maybe you've never made a decision for, for Jesus. You've never made that personal commitment that people talk about, that I'm talking about right now. You know, you may have been going to church for many, many years. Um, and so you would consider yourself a good person, you know, and I'm sure you are. There are many, many good people in all of our churches. But, you know, the scripture tells us very clearly that we need to come to that point of realisation where we give our lives to Jesus, where we, we ask him to come into our life. You know, my spiritual birthday is coming up very shortly, in two weeks' time. And it's a day that I won't forget. You know, the 3rd of April, 1977. And I know you may be listening and think, oh, that makes me sound very old. But, you know, that was 43 years ago, you know, that I made a personal decision to follow Jesus. And uh, I've never looked back. The road has been rocky at times. There have been challenges, as we all face. But, you know, the important thing is, I know my Saviour. I know my where I am and I know where I'm going, you know, and this morning, if you want to make that decision for Jesus, you know, then I'm going to pray a short prayer. I'm going to pray a prayer that you too might be able to come to that saving knowledge of Jesus. And, and even though we may not be in a church building, you know, all we need to do is to just close our eyes and you can repeat the prayer after me. And uh, if you're alone in a room, you know, then you, Make sure you, you share with somebody what you've done. Um, and if you're in a room with others and you might be a little bit embarrassed to pray the, par the prayer out loud, that's fine. Just tell somebody at the end of this service. But, you know, the important thing is that we make that decision. And so just close your eyes with me, if you would, just for a, for a moment. Even if you are a believer, you know, as, as we're coming to the end of this short service that we're holding here this morning. Um, just close your eyes with me just for a moment as we pray. And if you want to ask Jesus into your life for the very first time, then you just need to simply pray, Dear Lord Jesus, please forgive me for all the wrong things I've done in my life. Please take away the sins that are there. Lord Jesus, I ask you to come in and to cleanse me and to make me a new person in you. In Jesus' name. Amen. And if you prayed that simple prayer this morning, then let me tell you that you are part of the family of God. On this special day, on this 22nd of March, 2020, you are part of the family of God. You know, you are part of the body that I've been talking about. Now, you will be on a journey like many of us have been on over many years and you will find what part of the body you are, how you, how you can be used by God, how you can fulfil the gifts and the talents that you have. But welcome to the family this morning. Welcome to being part of the body. And you know, for those of you who do know Jesus, 
those of you who are facing this week and are not sure what's happening, you know, let me tell you that, you know, as a church, we love you. We care for you. You know, we may not be able to come and visit you and knock on your door and see you um, as we would have done normally. But, you know, we will stay connected. We will stay making sure that you are there, um, that you are being looked after. For Christina and I, for Wellsprings Church, we are just a phone call away. We're a message away. However you want to communicate, you know, we want to be there for you, church. And uh, let's be there for each other. You know, let's make sure that if you know people that cannot connect online and cannot have been part of this service this morning, then make sure that you let them know that we will be trying to keep in touch with them. Um, if the church doesn't know your personal details, text message number, mobile number, email, then do let us know. You know, go on the website, drop an email into the, uh, the church email address and let's keep our records up to date. But, you know, as we close this morning, I just want to say have a blessed week. Um, have a good week, whatever you might be doing, whether you're at home, whether you're still out. You know, if you're working in the national health and you're in the caring profession and you're out there caring for people still and you're putting your lives at risk, then we salute you this morning. We say thank you for all you're doing. You know, and as a church, let's pray for those who are there on the front line, not just the medical staff, but others around as well, people in the shops who are keeping the shops open so that we can keep provisions that we need. So have a great week, um, be blessed, and uh, we look forward to connecting with you throughout this week and again next Sunday. God bless you.